There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 2022 has been a quality year for cinema so far, whether on the big screen or small screen. But sadly, not everything can be Top Gun Maverick or everything everywhere all at once. Not everything can even be basically decent either, as evidenced by some of the cinematic dreck audiences have had to contend with during the first half of this year. From remakes nobody asked for, to low-effort sequels, wretched attempts to revive dying genres, and a certain meme-worthy superhero movie. Obviously, there's still the second half of the year to come, yet some of these movies are terrible enough that they surely can't be unseated by whatever's being served up in 2022's remaining months. But for now, whether so bad it's good or just genuinely horrible, I'm Ellie with What Culture here with the 10 worst movies of 2022 so far. Number 10. Hotel Transylvania 4 Transformania Despite the first three Hotel Transylvania films collectively grossing over $1.3 billion worldwide, the recent fourth movie came and went with barely a peep. This is because, in addition to foregoing a theatrical release and dropping on Amazon Prime, Hotel Transylvania 4 Transformania lacked the vocal presence of Adam Sandler, who, for reasons unknown, opted not to reprise the role of protagonist Dracula. Though Brian Hole gamely attempted to imitate Sandler, it certainly didn't help the perception that this was a lesser, thrown-together animated sequel. And indeed, the fourth Hotel Transylvania is an aggressively pedestrian, charmless animation that'll start exiting your memory before the end credits have even rolled. Nothing to see here. Number 9. Senior Year While Senior Year's setup had promise, a 37-year-old woman goes back to high school after waking up from a 20-year coma, 99% of its problems stem from the low-effort, yawn-inducingly generic script. Rebel Wilson is left stranded in this utterly lousy, over-familiar throwback to the high-concept comedies of decades past that fails to do anything interesting or particularly funny with its premise. Like a lot of dud comedies, this has the feel of a thinly scripted movie that the filmmakers figured would be elevated by improv during shooting. That may or may not be the case, but that's what it feels like. Its most egregious sin, though? Clocking in at almost a whole two hours in length. Nobody needed that. Number 8. The Bubble Some two plus years into the pandemic, aren't we all absolutely sick of movies about the pandemic? 
That didn't seem to dawn on Judd Apatow, who delivered by far the worst movie of his career earlier this year with Netflix's comedy The Bubble. Following the wacky hijinks of a movie's cast and crew as they isolate in a bubble at a hotel, this clearly improv-heavy offering might have been passable fluff at a scant 80 or 90 minutes. But as is almost always the case with an Apatow movie, he massively over-eggs the pudding. At 124 minutes long, the bubble is a stamina-annihilating slog, unaided by the evidently piecemeal script that fails to make the most of its large ensemble cast, including Karen Gillan, Fred Armisen, Maria Bakalova, David Duchovny, Keegan-Michael Key, Leslie Mann, Kate McKinnon, Pedro Pascal and Peter Serafinovich. Years from now, the bubble will live on as a bizarre emblem of Covid times, a curiosity whose mere existence is fascinating even if it's in no way a good movie. Number 7. Moonfall Ah, Moonfall. You almost have to begrudgingly respect Roland Emmerich's single-minded commitment to these impossibly stupid disaster movies. Though, given Moonfall's catastrophic commercial failure, it just might be his last hurrah in the genre. At once a disaster film and a more surreal sci-fi thriller, Moonfall is absolutely bonkers. And yet you have to sit through a relatively dull first half to get to the truly fun stuff. To be clear, this isn't a good movie in any way. The script will vent your brain cells immediately, the acting mostly stinks, and the visual effects are all over the place, but there is at least some fun to be had laughing at it. Gamely checking logic at the door and swinging wildly for the fences with its wild extraterrestrial narrative, Emmerich's latest is surely the year's weirdest blockbuster, which might explain why it had to be independently financed. Number 6. Choose or Die a head-smackingly stupid throwback to the cyber-thrillers of the 90s and early noughties, Choose or Die's tale of a cursed video game wreaking havoc on players' lives certainly had potential, yet ultimately takes itself far too seriously to succeed. A more humorous wink-wink approach to the subject would have served it better, as the leaden script largely leaves talented cast members Lola Evans, Asa Butterfield, Robert England and Eddie Marson stranded. Despite a few memorable kill sequences, this is a clumsy, virtually incoherent horror flick that, in addition to lacking much internal logic, isn't even remotely intense or scary. If any Netflix movie was suited for some Bandersnatch-esque, choose-your-own-adventure-esque interactivity, it was surely this one. What a missed opportunity. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Number 5. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild It's truly embarrassing that despite having more money than God, Disney decided to cheap out on this Ice Age spin-off movie they sent straight to Disney+. Shutting down Ice Age outfit Blue Sky Studios last year and bringing in a smaller and presumably cheaper studio to produce the movie instead, Disney showed nothing but blatant disrespect for the IP in the Ice Age adventures of Buck Wild. Focused instead on Simon Pegg's Buck while recasting Sid, Manny and Diego for their supporting roles, the film's most egregious sin is nevertheless the shoddy animation which feels direct to VOD in the worst possible sense. While Disney has sent a lot of quality animated films straight to Disney Plus over the last few years, in this case it's because nobody would have paid to watch this dreck in cinemas. Painfully unfunny and just a pitiful venture all around, the Ice Age adventures of Buck Wild lacks the charm of even the worst mainline Ice Age movies, in large part because Scrat is inexplicably nowhere to be seen. Sacrilege! Number 4. Morbius A film that looks like it tripped and fell into 2022 from 2002. Morbius is a shockingly inept attempt to adapt the D-tier Spider-Man villain to the big screen. Much as many might want to blame star Jared Leto for this debacle, his performance is far from its most egregious sin. That'd be the exposition-crammed script, choppy direction, poor editing and howlingly awful CGI. Beyond Matt Smith hamming it up for the cheap seats, this is a joyless slog of a movie, even at a seemingly non-torturous 104 minutes. But as a wise man once said, no bad movie is ever short enough. Morbius is enough of an infamous dud that its legacy seems to be living up as a meme, yet given that the film topped VOD charts during its first week on streaming, that ironic enjoyment might end up sending the wrong message to Sony. Number 3. Blacklight the Liam Neeson action thriller Conveyor Belt shows a little sign of slowing down, though if Blacklight is any indication, the law of diminishing returns has resolutely kicked in. Fundamentally terrible enough that the Rotten Tomatoes consensus comment simply reads, turn it off. This is an aggressively dull genre romp that desperately wants to evoke the classic paranoid conspiracy thrillers of the 1970s and categorically fails. Between Neeson's inability to convincingly beat up men half his age, the equally unpersuasive attempt to have Melbourne, Australia double for Washington DC, and the unfussed direction, Blacklight isn't even a fun guilty pleasure, it's just a miserable depressing excursion. A sure step down for Liam Neeson. Number 2. Fortress Sniper's Eye Since around 2014, Bruce Willis has been starring almost exclusively in low-rent, straight-to-vod action thrillers where he typically only appears for around 15 minutes of screen time. While so many lamented Willis's seemingly lazy decision to pimp himself out to any jobbing filmmaker willing to pay him, the story took a tragic turn back in March when Willis's family announced his retirement due to an aphasia diagnosis, a condition which affects language cognition. Nevertheless, Willis had numerous films completed prior to this announcement, which will continue to release throughout 2022 and early 2023. 
One such offering released back in April was Fortress Sniper's Eye, the sequel to last year's critically panned Fortress. And predictably, it was also reviled by those few critics who even bothered to review it. Obviously, Willis's involvement in the film is viewed within a different context, considering his diagnosis, but there's little getting around the film's overall tawdry quality regardless. Horribly written and not even offering up the bare minimum of acceptable action, Fortress 2 is a depressing, cynical venture that would be close to unwatchable were it not for some not-bad supporting turns from Chad Michael Murray and Jesse Metcalf. Number 1. 365 Days This Day the second entry into Netflix's adaptation of Polish erotic novel series 365 Days is at least a consistent follow-up, scoring an impressively terrible 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes just as its predecessor did. Like the first film, This Day is another deeply problematic relationship drama that attempts to gaslight the audience into believing that a romance founded on abuse is totally acceptable. Beyond that, this unintentionally hilarious mess of a film wraps it's up the absurd crime thriller subplots to levels of blissfully unaware self-parody, while the sex scenes barely raise the pulse a beat. It's an inexplicably good-looking film, but otherwise basically completely worthless, impossible to take seriously even as a campy soap opera, and bafflingly not sexy either. The suffering isn't over yet though, the third film in the series, Next 365 Days, was reportedly filmed back to back with this day and is expected to drop within the next year. Oh no. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.